You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're dialing in. Welcome to Morning Breath. This is your drive time devotional, sure to jumpstart your day. If you're joining us through radio, through podcasts, whatever it is, we're so glad you're here. My name is Christian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff at East Coast, and I am blessed and honored to be spending some time with you today. Today, I've got Felicia Walters joining me Hello. on Morning Breath. Super excited to be spending yeah. some time with you. I don't you. think that you and I have ever done Morning no, Breath together. No, it's our first one together. I'm, I love that you've been in the rotation, and yeah. honestly, I just got to brag on you for a minute. The oh, top geez. of the program is you've been crushing it. You preached at Mezzanine recently. You're doing amazing with our online church campus, leading our community communications team. Why don't you just take a second at the top and just do a little bit of a bragging about <laughs> what's going on with our online church yeah. because it is thriving it really and is. so healthy. I love it so much. It's such a great, I love first of all that our church was willing to sort of say, not only will we do the online thing, it kind of was birthed out of COVID, sort of the necessity there, but we said, you know what, this is serving people and we want to keep it around because it's going to serve people. And so we've gotten to just continue that and really watch um, just people have an opportunity to um, connect with the gospel in a new way. And really, uh, it's so accessible. And that's what I love about yeah. online churches, that it just really makes the gospel accessible. And if that's not what we're here for, I don't know what we're, you know, what we're doing. Absolutely. So, um, we've got a couple of fully online small groups that yeah, I've gotten that to just incredible. really connect kind of face to face with people, which we don't always get yeah. to do. And it's been really fun to just watch how that ministry has met people where they are. And really just calls them in a little bit deeper. Yeah, I so. love that. Is community is the big thing, and that's what you preached about at Mezzanine. I need to it catch was. up and watch it. it but was. we were early adopters with being on UStream, you know, yep. ten plus years ago, and then YouTube later. But I think the community. So if you're listening and you're out there and you're still maybe not in a church environment, please consider the online location yeah. that we have for Vera or for East Coast, it's which a is good amazing. First step. And then obviously we'd love to have you in the room, but don't feel like you're a failure if you're not. Some people are more comfortable. I, I have an aunt in Michigan who's mainly homebound and she is online. Yep. She's very active <laughs> I and I it. love it. You know, her it. her husband's a pastor. She's been in church her whole life, but she's a, a vibrant member yeah. of our online yeah. church campus. I like to call the online campus like the front porch of our house. Yeah. That people have an opportunity to sort of be in, a, in the environment, not maybe not fully in the doors, yeah. but sort of get to sit down and say, what is it like around here? Yeah. And, you know, that's one of our goals is that when you go to online church, you really feel like you're part of the family. Yeah, it so is so big. cool. I love it. Well, we'll jump in here. So morning breath is it is our way to be able to study the Bible. What we encourage you to do is you're going to read a chapter the night before, read it again in the morning, and then we come into our studios at the Merritt Island location, and we're going to just kind of do a Bible study together. So we've been doing this a little bit as a church body where we've been taking a verse and then breaking it down and letting God speak to us. That's what we do on morning breath too. So today we're going to be looking at Mark 2nd, which we call this like a softball. This is so yeah. easy. Yeah, it's so much in here. So packed with content. We <laughs> yep. could probably preach on it for 10 hours, but we'll see what God calls out in this moment. And we're excited. But why don't you tell the people how they can get connected? Yeah, man. If you are interested in joining us and maybe reading. So one of the things that we do is we read the chapter the night before and then come in sort of ready to talk about what the Holy Spirit has done. If you want to do that with us, maybe read it the night before and then, you know, listen to the podcast. Um, we would love to get you on board. We would love to show you what chapter so you can be ready for it. You can do that uh, by 
honestly, you can get it in a lot of places. Our East Coast app, I think, is our the best way, the most accessible way. But you can also call our office and we'll email it to you or mail it to you. And we would love to just get you involved in what we're doing. And honestly, the East Coast app is also the best way for you to check out maybe our messages, check out online church, check out the events that we have where you could come bring your family, be a part of what's happening here um, on our campuses. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And just make sure you go in there to see all the cool stuff that's coming for up. Sure. We have a lot of things coming up in March and yep. it's going to be great. All right. So we're going to get into here. So Mark 2nd, Mark 2 is 28 verses. I'm going to be reading the NLT. What are you reading today? I'm going to be reading from the NIV. Awesome. New International version. So there's a good break at verse 13. So why don't you read up through 12 and then I'll take it at verse 13. Let's do it. So I must say unto you, read, sir. (laughs) Read, ma'am. Yes. (laughs) A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carrying by four of them, carried by four of them. Since they could not get to him, Jesus, since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, pick up your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, take up your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat, walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Verse 13, then Jesus went out to the lake shore again and taught the crowds that were coming to him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting in the tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple. Jesus said to him, so Levi, go up and followed him. Later, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disruptible sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. But when the teachers of the religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Once when Jesus' disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, some people came to Jesus asking, why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and the Pharisees do? Jesus replied, do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't fast while the groom is with them, but someday the groom will be taken away from them and then they will fast. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new clothes? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old clothes, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskin, for the wine would burst the wineskin and the wine in the skin would be lost. New wine calls for new wineskin. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through the, grind, through the grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat. 
But the Pharisees said to Jesus, Look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them, Haven't you ever read in the scripture what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the day when Abathar was high priest and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests were allowed to eat. He also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. Well, this is a big one. Yeah. I've got some verses that really stick out to me, but I'd love to hear what jumped out to you to Man, hear there's your so thoughts. Much. There's so much, but we could maybe we just start at the beginning of the chapter yeah. and kind of dig through it together. It's so, good. so I loved um, the very first thing that jumped out to me was in verse five when um, in my translation yep. it says when Jesus saw their faith. Yeah, it's good. I got to highlight it too. <laughs> I highlighted it today it when you read it. It wasn't even just his, you know, the, yep. the man who needed healing. It was it was his community's faith. Yep. It was something that they did together. And I, I love to see that picture yeah, of seeing Jesus. Their faith yeah, as a group. Jesus being moved by compassion and moved by um, their step of faith together as a yep. community to sort of meet that, meet that need of someone in their community and say, you know what? You can't even do this by yourself, but we're going to together um, pursue healing That's on cool. your behalf. I love that. That's really good. And looking back to community again, it's been a theme today is looking at verse 17. You can't look past it. It says, when Jesus heard this, he told them, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think that they are righteous, but those who know that they are sinners. So Jesus was really, he was a, a person for the people as he was trying to reach all. As Paul later said, I was all things to all people. Yeah. So that way I could win them all. And so it's important to realize that if Jesus was walking into Merritt Island or to Brevard County in 2022, he would be going and reaching the people that many would overlook yeah. and that they wouldn't want to spend as much time with. But Pastor Matt said this recently in a message is that the church is called to be a hospital, yep. is that we need to be a place that's open and welcome, not based upon the car you drive or the clothes you wear or the job you have or the status stuff, but that everybody could come to be able to find community, to find a tribe, to be able to find healing and health. And we are such big fans of our freedom ministry yeah. because it's letting go of the things of the past so you could walk into the future that God has for you. Yep. And this is what Jesus is doing. Yeah, for sure. I love that um, there's sort of this call to not even just the people outside to come in, but for us to look at each other because yeah. I'm not perfect and you're not perfect. Yeah. And I think that's actually one of the things that calls people in when they say, oh, you know what? They love each other well because they know each other's stuff. Yeah, that's good. Right? And we bear together and we say, you know what? I, I can look at a friend and say, I'm not going to let you do this thing by yourself. Yep. First of all, I'm going to tell you that you're not alone. There's no shame attached yeah. to whatever it is that you're working through. And we're going to walk through it together. And we're going to walk into freedom and healing when yep. when Jesus uh, when Paul said, uh, confess your sins one to another, yeah. that you might be healed. Yeah. That there would be this this space in the body of Christ that we would be able to say, neither of us are perfect, yeah. none of us are perfect, but we're all just in need of grace, and yeah. we're going to pursue it with an honesty that allows other people to say, you know what, maybe I have a place there. Yeah, that's good. You that, know? that authenticity is very attractive. I heard Rick Warren talk about this in an interview. He's, you know, 40 plus years at Saddleback Church and kind of transitioning to a new season, but he said people are always drawn through our brokenness and not through our perceived perfection. <laughs> it's so true. And it really challenged me in the way that I approach social media and even like how I represent. I've been walking with the Lord for 20 years 
years now and being a pastor, I'm doing air quotes here on staff, people can have perceptions of things, but it's like how much more impacting when you see someone being real and saying, hey, this was a very tough week. My wife and I had to work through something or my husband and I or my kids are struggling with this thing, but we're getting through it. And that helps you to connect with them versus feeling like, Hey, they got it all together. Everything's yep. perfect and they never have any problems, yeah. which is not reality. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fake. And so I like that Jesus is being real and he's dealing with real stuff, but that's a call to us too, to be more authentic, yep. to be more real, because that's way more connecting to yeah. people. It breaks than, down barriers yeah. for sure. I, yeah. I felt like the Lord um, called me to, so Roger, my husband and I, we see a counselor regularly yeah, just because we, it's healthy. It's, it's so, great. so we healthy. Love it. Yeah. But there's still, um, even in the age that we are in, in the society that we're in, there's still a little bit, especially I think in the church, for yep. leaders specifically yeah. in the church, that like, you must not get help. It's you must crazy. not need it, right? And so I Fake felt it like, you make yeah, it. It's so and dumb, so yeah. I really felt like the Lord said, you need to post on social media that you and your husband went to counseling today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it feels weird, but okay, sure, I don't care. Yeah. And the response to that, for people yeah. to just say, wow. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that that's something, yeah. like just, just stripping away the perceptions of yeah. people not needing to to be counseled well and yeah. to be in community together and to be honest with one another. Yeah. And it's surprising, I think, always still to me how responsive people are to that kind yeah. of authenticity. And people will do life alone because they're afraid of the perceptions. And those perceptions, it's a what the Bible calls fear of man, and that's not man or female, but it's this idea that you're trying to keep up appearances versus knowing that your God loves you, that he's for you, that nothing can separate you from the love of God, and it's good to be able to get healthy, and so that's a great example. What else stood out to you? There's a lot of good stuff on here. There's so much. I'm going to try to pick something. I, You know, something else that I love about Jesus, um, his his perception of, of rooms, his ability to... Um, perceive what's going on. So we see in in, in uh, verse eight mm-hmm. that he immediately knew in his spirit what was in their hearts, yeah. what the Pharisees were thinking. And yeah. I just, it's, I actually relate to the Pharisees. Yeah. It's easy for me to have a critical spirit about yeah. something, yeah. to be like, what's, why, why are they doing that? Yeah, and yeah. I just love that Jesus, um, he's such a mic dropper. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just like, I see what's happening. Yep. I'm going to call it out and yeah. I'm going to, we're going to, we're not going to do that Absolutely. anymore. And yeah. I just love that, that there's, it's really easy to criticize people when you're not connected to them. That's good. Right. Like without they the relationship, yeah, without and knowing that relationship what's going on. it's easy to say those people over there, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, yeah. They're not, do- that's not right. Yeah. Well, maybe you should step into, uh, you know, relationship and maybe the, that was a call to the Pharisees to say, Hey, do you even know these people? Could yeah. you, could you get into maybe some of the mucky and the murkiness of yeah, what's happening sure. to be able to relate and to understand what's going on? So I thought that was really uh, a good call for me to not have a critical spirit about things that maybe I don't understand fully and being yeah. willing for the Lord to reveal to me something yeah. that I don't fully understand. Yeah, to give you a word of wisdom and to even like, this is a little bit psychology, but think about the emotional intelligence of things. Is it's The Bible talks about the letter kill us. So let's not just be black and white and say, that's wrong, this is right, this is what my perception is, therefore they're wrong. But instead, Jesus was very empathetic. He was very sensitive. He read the room. I love exactly what you said, is that he knew what they were thinking. And so it's not always the words that are said, but it's what's not being said. It's understanding and then having an empathetic heart towards them. And I, I love this idea in verse 27, is it says, then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people 
people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. And this is an example of how humans love structure and rules and how we will get so bound up into things. And it's funny, we just did uh, 21 days of seeking and it was a great time to kind of reconcile. Am I fasting just because there's a rule or am I doing it to really seek God? Am I following these guidelines exactly because it makes me feel better to be strict or because I'm actually spending time with God? And we got to reconcile that as a family is that we did a variation of what we call the Daniel fast. But I love that my wife is like, instead of just being hard and fast, no meats, no sweets, no dessert, blah, blah, blah. She's like, instead, I'm going to fast dessert or I'm going to fast breakfast the entire time and use that time to spend time with God. Maybe I will eat something else later. But like eat some protein, eat some meat. Come on, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> eat some meat at a time for like dinner. But I'm going to use that time in the morning instead of just like I'm going to follow these rules yep. and no matter what, I'm going to do it. And it's like my heart's far from God. Yeah. Jesus called that out. He called the the Pharisees whitewashed tombs. They look yep. great on the outside, but they're full of dead bones on the inside. So in your own relationship with God, just do a little inventory. And this isn't to beat you up. It's just to edify you. Are you going through the motions? Yeah. Is your Bible study to get the streak in the Bible app, or is it to actually hear God's (laughs) voice today? Is it to really press in and hear what he has to say to you, or is it just because you feel like God loves me more now because I actually spent those two minutes and I got it done? Yeah. I think that on that note, the way that Jesus, because Jesus was coming to fulfill the law, he wasn't coming to abolish it because the point of the law was always to point to Jesus. And so when he got there, he was sort of showing them the intent of the law, yeah. right? And that's kind of what he was doing here. He was like, man, the the Sabbath was not for a rule. We didn't put it in place for a rule. It was to, yeah. bring, it was to bring people closer to God. And yeah. so to be able to look at laws... And instead of seeing the law itself and the letter of it and saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to be strict and I'm going to do the thing. If it's not leading you into the heart of the father, you're not doing it right. Because that is the intent of every single regulation that was ever put out there was because God said, I know what's best for you. And I know that this is going to lead you toward me and not away from me. And so I feel like Jesus did a whole lot of that, of, of sort of enlightening them to the intent of the law that they had been carrying for yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years yep. um, to just, you know, I think it was, a, it's a call to us to be very um, willing to inventory, like you said, and say, is this, is the fasting that I'm doing bringing me into further relationship with God yeah. or is it, or is it just a notch yeah. You know, a thing to tick off or exactly. notch on my belt. Am I, am I doing it so that I feel good about myself? Yeah. Because in reality, God doesn't think more or less of you, yeah. no matter what you There's do. There's plenty of stories about that. Right. A person who says, look, at least I'm not one of those sinners. Right. And the other one says, oh, wretched man that I am. Right, like, right. You know, and he's more favorable on the yeah. one who's got that humble approach saying, God, I need you. Yeah. I, and I like that we do, we fast because I think that it brings up some really good questions. Yeah. Because uh, fasting is not something... A, it's not fun. I don't yeah. know anybody that enjoys fasting. Yeah. I don't enjoy fasting. They do, they're weird. Yeah. But it, <laughs> weird. Calling you out. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it requires us to be really honest with ourselves yeah. and with the Lord and say, what, why? And really just saying, if, if the thing that you are taking away is not leading you into yeah. Jesus, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. It's much more about what you replace. Than it with with those food things than it is what you take away. It's yeah. so much more about what's putting. So if you're taking breakfast away, it's not so that you can say I did it. It's so that you could yeah. take that time 
and let, let the yeah. Lord be the sustenance in that, that's in cool. that part. So. Yeah, I love it. I think that's great. And that's why we made a shift this year, too, that the language is important, is it's 21 days of seeking, yeah. not 21 days of fasting. So let this time be a time where you press in and seek more than anything else. So that's great. And honestly, I'm just going to say this. It's already, you know, March what is the date here? March 1st. But you could still be a part of our 21 days. Like if you yeah. missed it, go into our website it's, and you can be able to find that information yeah. and still do it because it's still the first part of the year. Yeah. You can get into it. It's kind of the fun thing about like you could start it at any time. Yeah. And you, like any month at all. If you yeah. wanted to pursue the Lord, he's ready. Waiting. Preston, he's willing. ready. Yeah. yeah. He's ready more than us. Yeah. Let's look at this verse 11. So Jesus tells him, he says, then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. So here's this guy who is dealing with being paralyzed, being stuck in this place. And then Jesus gives him an action to be able to go to. And this is him walking away from his old area. This is him not going back to the same way of doing things. And I love that he did that. Like in my own personal walk, I had to leave the city of Tallahassee where I had all my old friends, my old you know, habits and hangups and issues and get away from that. So that way I could walk into the new life that God had for me. And there may be something out there that you need to walk away from. If it's that routine of you know stopping by the same place after work every time or hanging out with some of those old friends or whatever it is, maybe you could take some time today and just be quiet before the Lord, literally just a minute or two and ask him, what are some things that I need to lay down and some things I need to pick up and ask him to speak to you. So that way you don't have to bring 2021 into this next year with you. If there's stuff that you need to let go of, ask and listen, and then he will speak to you. The Bible says that if you lack wisdom, ask and he will give it to you liberally, yeah. not holding back, but you have to be quiet yeah. for a minute to be able to hear what he has to say. Yeah. And I love the scripture that says it is for freedom, yeah. that Christ set us free. So be free. <laughs> like there's a, it was, freedom is not for you to look at over there and be like, I know yeah. that it's a Wish thing. Wish I had that. It's a thing for you to actually get up and walk into. And yep. that does require that you do some walking, yeah. right? That yeah. you get up and walk maybe out of some things or into some things that are, that are better yeah. uh, for you and are going to lead you toward life and freedom. Yeah, that's cool. And then in the next verse, it says, and the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, walked out through the stunned onlookers, and they were all amazed because he took his freedom and he ran with yeah. it, which is so cool, is that he had been paralyzed. We we read a story recently in church about a person who had been sick for 38 years who had been dealing with something, and then they got freedom from Jesus in a moment. Come on. It's incredible to think about what he could do. Just a second with Jesus can change everything. Yeah, I love that. It's hard to believe for that for yourself sometimes. Yeah. But I think that there's a good call for us to grab a hold of that. And maybe yeah. just like this guy maybe had to hang on to his friend's faith for a second there yeah. to, to believe for something. Yeah. Hang on to our faith today. Exactly. Right? Like, let's do that together. Let's believe that the Lord can do more and bigger than we ever thought That's uh, really or imagined. Cool. So. That's awesome. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, welcome back. This has been such a great chapter. Fee, you had something about the wineskins. Why don't yeah, you share that? Yeah, I'm going to read that scripture really quick. And Jesus said, And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. And yeah. there's a call right here to be present with what the Lord is doing right now. 
and to not yeah. be stuck in maybe an old pattern, an old thought, an old an old process to really call us into um, being present with the Holy Spirit yeah. and being led by the Holy Spirit. And I just wanted to maybe have you guys think about that as you're taking inventory, like Pastor Christian suggested earlier. Ask the Lord, what are you doing right now in yeah. me? What is the thing that maybe I'm holding on to that's old that I need to renew my mind to what it is you are saying in this moment and really move forward into something that um, will be lasting in this season? Yeah, I love that. Is It's very easy. They did it in the Bible and we do it in our lives is that we see the way that God moved in a past time and we try to recreate that. And that's not the way God works is that he's works outside the box. You know, he spits in the mud and, yep. you know, he was <laughs> a guy like that. And he he calls Peter out on the water and he does things different. So that idea of, God, what is your new wine? Yeah. What is it that you have for me today in this season? And maybe you've been walking with the Lord for many, many years. He's going to speak to you different yeah. today than he did maybe when you first got yeah. saved. And you're going to dig into the word different. Or you're going to experience or you're going to you're going to experience him through serving or through discipling someone yeah. else. I feel that in my spirit right now. Why don't you disciple someone else and let God minister to you that way? Because it calls you up to another level. And it's an amazing way for you to see this Christian walk and this experience through someone's eyes afresh and new. Yeah, let's get a little uncomfortable. Let the Lord get us yeah, uncomfortable today. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, it's awesome spending time with you. We look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.